0: I uh, am ready when you are.
1: I am ready. I
0: think I've got all my.
1: Well, there we go. Open.
0: We are ready. I guess we're doing it. Just kind of does it. Hey, everybody. I'm Kai Rosedahl. Welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense.
1: And I'm Kimberly Adams. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday, which is our news fix and make me smile day. Short and sweet. Let's get to it. Uh, Kai, why don't you go first?
0: All right. So uh, mine is it's uh, it's not esoteric. It's just very interesting. I thought it was a little bit of live by the sword, die by the sword. Uh, we all know the challenges that Kanye West, now known as Ye, right? Yee, not yay. Ye, Yee.
1: We don't speak of him.
0: Oh, okay. In that case, I'll just go with my <laughs> pronunciation. Um, we all know the challenges that he has had uh, with his uh, behaviors, public comments um, of of uh, horrible nature, shall we just say. Anyway, mm. so Adidas had been in business with him for years, had a whole line of shoes called Yeezy. Um, it was a ginormous investment for them. They came out today and said they might write off all of the Yeezy stock that they have to say. That is to say, all the shoes, all the branded wear, all everything, resulting in, and this is a quote from MarketWatch, a potential operating loss of $749.9 million. So Kanye West gets really toxic, and a company, a big giant company that had been in business with him, suffers a three quarters of a, uh, a billion dollar loss. It's just amazing. It's wild 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 yeah
1: this has all been so fascinating because um you know he's been making problematic comments Mm -hmm. for quite some time and it's it's always fascinating what tips the scales
0: you know Mm -hmm.
1: um so let's just say some of us left him behind a long time ago fair enough Uh, fair enough and you
0: you were smarter than everybody else out there for sure
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, mine is about something else we're apparently leaving behind. Um, I went to my tweet deck today and it didn't work.
0: Oh, I know. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I I sort of heard on the edges of conversation that Musk had decided to basically kill the API for Twitter. Uh, so let me back up a little bit for people who are mm-hmm. maybe not mm-hmm. that technical. So among the many adventures that Musk is trying to do to get Twitter to make money is he wants to charge for the API. And API on any kind of website is basically a backend software that lets other programs and other websites get into Twitter systems and access Twitter stuff and access your things. So if you've ever seen something where it's like log in with your Twitter account, that uses Twitter API. Okay. Or if you use something like Tweet Deleter, which goes back and automatically deletes old tweets. Not that I would know anything about that. Uh. That uses API. <laughs> um, or in my case, TweetDeck, which lets you have all those nice little columns and follow different accounts and have your lists all in one place uses an API. So Musk announced with very short notice that he was going to basically no longer allow developers to use the Twitter API for free. And it certainly has happened. Mm -hmm. And there have been reports that he's going to charge $100 a month, but we haven't seen too many details about that. And so um a lot and gadget has this nice story about what you should have done <laughs> before this change happened had you been paying attention better than me like changing your logins for sites that you use twitter to log in because now how are you going to log uh... in or you know if you one of the things and what's maybe behind this uh move When you set up your Mastodon account, if you're trying to sort of see who that who among your following and followers is already on Mastodon, there are apps you can use or websites you can go to that will use Twitter's API and Hmm. log into your Twitter account, skim all of your followers to see who's got a Mastodon handle in their Twitter bio and automatically follow those people for you, which is how I followed a bunch of people on Mastodon when I finally got my stuff together. Now, those probably aren't going to work. So, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, and it will be fascinating because now that this has happened, there are a lot of companies that are going to have to decide if they want to pay right. to keep using Twitter and pay into Musk's thing. Because so much of Twitter has been free, except for, you know, your advertising eyeballs. But, you know, like, if you have to pay to autom- to do your, like, automatic tweets, yeah, right? Because right now, companies were using things that relied on Twitter's API to sort of schedule tweets and post automatic tweets because Twitter's website isn't exactly great for that. So now, are you going to pay for that service? Are you going to pay more for so. that service? I don't think so. It'll be interesting. I don't think people are going to yeah. pay for it.
0: That's just me. <laughs> That's just me.
1: We will see. We will see. Uh, do you use TweetDeck or anything like that? that yeah, I, so I used,
0: I used TweetBot until they shut down the API for all those third-party people so that they could force us onto the app and sell advertising against us, all that stuff. And and honestly, since he's done that, I just use the service way, way less. And look, I'm not a power user. Yes, I've got a big following because whatever, but my engagement and my use is just way down, way, way down. Same. Yeah.
1: I, I'm pretty much just like, Tweeting about my stories or my colleagues' stories or responding to people who DM me, but you know, I'm not using it that much anymore. It's uh, and except for the you know, going through my DMs to delete all the many, 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 many more crypto scams I'm getting in my messages,
0: which is wild. probably (laughs) healthy. Okay, anyway, Jay, do it. Jay wasn't waiting, he was was doing it all by himself. (laughs)
1: It's like, I got stuff to do, places know, to go, right? people see.
0: All right, so there is an article in the Wall Street Journal today that uh, on the face of it is charming and a nice story about an old guy who's been doing a job for a very long time. But really, if you read it, it's about service and commitment and professionalism and dedication to a craft. It's a story about the chief electrician for Phantom of the Opera, which closes this year after a stupendously long run. It's going to go 13,981 runs. It's like 35 years. And the guy who is the chief now the chief electrician for that show, his name is Alan Lampel or Lempel, if you're listening to this, sir, I apologize for mispronouncing your name. So, of the th- almost 14,000 performances this show will have done, this guy has been there for 13,000 of them. He's been in the, quoting now from the piece, he's done the same job in the same place for the same production from the very beginning of its existence. And it goes through how he does his job, but also why. Why he stays there, how he thinks about it. It's really, really interesting. It, it's a nice story about a guy doing a job, but it's really about more than that. And I, I highly recommend it. We'll put it on the show page.
1: You know, in our era of job hopping yep. and like this kind of stuff is amazing. Yep. So, is he going to retire when the show retires? He, yep.
0: He's, he, he and his wife are planning a cruise. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I for- oh, I forgot your yes. I, f- I forgot Kimberly Adams and Cruises. Yes. Yes. One one imagines it will be a different experience than yours, but who knows?
1: I I hope they have a great time. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I totally I forgot. I deserves a nice time. I totally forgot. And I really hope nothing bad happens. I
0: totally forgot. Oh my lord.
1: Okay. you got it. Um, well mine is just puppies uh that's that's it, just puppies uh so discovery channel has posted online the lineup for puppy bowl uh 2023 Mm -hmm. uh i'm sorry puppy bowl 40 what is that 49
0: 51 49
1: yes yes i'm trying to read roman numerals here uh for the super bowl and it tells you how much i pay attention to the super bowl that's fair uh but anyway they have posted the lineup for the puppy bowl there are indeed many many cute puppies uh i'm clicking through right now and i'm just loving them all and just they're all very good boys and girls like that's it yeah they're cute puppies. puppies and uh i if i watch i'll be watching rihanna's halftime show and the puppy bowl that'll, that'll be my activities
0: not but. a bad sunday afternoon Not indeed a bad sunday indeed afternoon. All right. We're out of here on, a, what is today, Thursday afternoon. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. back with an economics on tap, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Uh, there will be some drinks, some news. We'll play around if half full, have empty. All y'all know the drill.
1: Yes. And as always, we love hearing from you, even if it's not via the API on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can send us your thoughts, questions, or suggestions. We're at 508 smart, and also at MakeMeSmart at Marketplace.org.
0: Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergseeker. Today's episode was engineered by Jay Seabold on the other side of the glass. Our intern is Antonio Barreras.
1: Ellen Rolfus writes our newsletter. Marissa Cabrera is our acting senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts, and Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital. Oh my gosh, I forgot to do the kitty halftime show. That's going to come up as well.
0: There's a kitty halftime show.
1: There was last year that's just
0: not as cute i'm sorry look i grew up a cat person i'm a dog person now i grew up a cat person but a kitty show is not as cute as a doggy show i'm sorry <laughs> it's not it's not it's not all y'all if we leave this in and it goes out on the podcast i want y'all to write me You dog person <laughs> or cat person which are better kitty bowls or puppy bowls we all want to be our
1: best selves but it can be an expensive journey